You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anything wrestling-wise you got to want to talk about? Because guess what? Double or nothing is this weekend, not last weekend. <laughs> I mean, we can, I suppose. Uh, what else happened? Um... Did anything else happen of significance? I feel like something happened. I just can't remember what it was. Oh, the United, they unified the tag titles. No, I meant <laughs> something important. Or, or, or something of, yeah. Well, why? They just, they're going to split them up in six I, months anyway. Said, Who gives a shit? I said this, I said this was all going to happen. We're getting closer and closer. All, all we need to do is move. Uh, well, they already have the IC and US on each, on each show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so all I need now is them to retire the the fucking twenty four seven title and bring back a TV title, and everything I predicted came true. The fuck you mean bring back the TV title? WWE never had a TV title, sir. Well, I want a TV title. They own WCW. Well, there you go. So bring well, there back you go. that TV title. Well, they, you can't bring it back if it's never been there. But they own WCW, so they could bring it yes, back. Yes, yes, yes. But it was never in WWE. They could bring back the TV title. That's better. I still don't like it, but it's at least more accurate. If you're recording, that's a great open, but now play the theme song so I can drink and not have steam blow out of my ears. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? Serious for a minute. For the love of God, stay away from the Dippin' Dots! Move to the music, play the music, move it to the music, yeah. 
acknowledge me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is BC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of them damn damn americas and i'm joined as always by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never he is an architect a scientist and a golfing maniac indeed it's dpp i wouldn't go maniac but you know he's a maniac maniac that's for sure and he's trying to shoot par like not before and also joining us this week is none other than the man whose mama made his made him mash his m&ms uh, I apologize, uh, Miss Mama Eminem Masher uh, Maker. Christopher Platt, how are you? <laughs> Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. And how am I? Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I mean, God, God, I walk outside and homeless people hand me change. <laughs> it's certainly a uh, uh, certainly a change in uh, in life. I, I guess we'll say that. We're, we're so, holding on. Uh, I had a I, and it, this might this might be ring more true as we keep going. You might just be you know trying to just still keep your head above water right now. But maybe it even started already. Uh, do you look forward to doing this show more so now than you did before you had a kid? Um, no, because it's a not not that I I don't like hanging out with y'all and catching up with y'all, but it's just one more thing I need to do. Oh, so I, I haven't gotten there yet. Listen to this. I know what you say, and I, I just I haven't got there yet, man. It's just you know. How Amber are you doing? How's everything show, going? Uh, yeah, everything's fine, man. I mean, he's a little terrorist. I, I think I, I I explained that last week. PPTP's helping. They're a little they're a little big actually, which I blame oh. the circumcision. I think they took a little bit too much off, but so. <laughs> Sorry, son. It's very like right now changing him is a two man job because I I hold down the PPTP. And his legs are just flailing everywhere, and his arms are flailing everywhere. So yeah, changing him is a two-man job. So it, it's very difficult to do the PPTP and change him simultaneously if it's just one person. But uh, I, I don't know what it is, man. Anytime we go to change him or even change his his clothing, he just screams bloody murder. I don't understand it. I mean, I get it when he's hungry. He starts crying because you know he's hungry. I get that. But the, the whole changing thing, I guess he's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. I, I don't know. But I will say this, though. I want to give a special shout-out to my new favorite wrestler and GOAT, John Cena. Because I don't know what it is, but for some reason, whenever that kid is crying bloody murder, I pick him up, I throw on basic thugonomics, I rock to the beat, and it calms him the fuck down. Like, it has, like, a 93% success rate. You know what I mean? It's that good. So, <laughs> Hey, word life. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, sometimes babies just need an attitude adjustment, let me tell you. <laughs> youngest, youngest member of the chain gang of all time. I, I did my my job my first job to him though this week too. He hit me with a crossbody. <laughs> to sell it. I hope you sold it. I sold. I sold like a champ, <laughs> man. Did Amber he counted the, the fall. He got the bin. Uh-huh. Amber counted the fall. Yeah, I did my first job yeah. to him. I got I him mean, back in his sleep though. The only thing I could say is you suck. Well, I hit. I got him back in his sleep, man. I hit him with a power bomb and pulled uh, him up with a pig. Yeah, if you, you work that <laughs> sleeper like hold, you can get him put put him to sleep anytime you want, man. I mean, touche, touche. 
I, I, I'm still, he's still a shoot kid, though. He's not a working kid yet. We got to wait till his neck gets stronger before I have him take, like, flak bat bumps and shit like that. But he, he's oh, getting there. Two weeks old. Three <laughs> weeks old? Two weeks old? Uh, technically two weeks, and we're recording this on Friday, so two weeks and three days. Okay, so I was right there. Yeah, you were right there, yeah. Week number three of this uh, Cranberry experiment, yes, with the terrorists in the house. But shout out, again, shout out to John Anthony Cena, man. <laughs> right, beat up John Cena. Cena! There you go. Yep, beat up John Cena. Thanks, AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, DWI podcast episode 326, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. I'm guessing Memorial Day or something will be a. What do you think the password is this week, Chris? Probably it Memorial Day. Matter what you think. We'll be right back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm not even sorry about that. No, that was well played. And quite frankly, I walked right into it. That's what I'm pissed off about. You knew it right when you started talking, didn't you? About halfway through my little whatever the fuck I said, I knew what was up, and it's like, God damn. Yeah, well, baby brain, man. Baby brain. Yeah, I got to take advantage while I can, you know. The ultimate opportunist, if you will. This kid's two and a half weeks old, and I'm already forgetting his name. I'm calling him Cash. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hey, you. As opposed to Bash, you know. (laughs) Is it Ray's son now? (laughs) (laughs) The small, difficult one I'm paying for. How's that work? (laughs) <laughs> that's funny all right let's talk a little wrestling and like we said uh not a lot on our radar particularly i messed up and thought double or nothing was last weekend so if you want to hear our preview for double or nothing go back and listen to dwi podcast number 325 yeah that was 325 last week dp just so you know um this week will be 326 so did i put it wrong in the thing yeah yeah 324 did i really Son I changed of a it. Bitch. I was See, we all messed up last week. There you go. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I just except for except for Platt, he has no idea what's going on anyway. So he's good. He's good. Nah, he's got enough to worry about. <laughs> I'm very. I couldn't let it go either without telling you. So um, I figured I'd do it on air. So do it on air. Uh, yeah, a real piece of anyway. shit. Yeah, episode three twenty six this week. If you want to write that down, I'll double. Don't worry, I'll double check um, in the morning. Oh no, Uh, oh no, (laughs) I've got it written down. I even have three twenty five written down, and I still put three (laughs) twenty (laughs) four. I, you know what I think you did is you, yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting because you don't. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, whatever. The tag teams were unified. We're that much closer to my premonition and wanting and yearning for a different structure for the titles in WWE. Chris, I know you're less than thrilled. Not a big deal here? None of this is a big deal, man. The the titles don't mean shit anymore. The only title that means something is the, I don't even know what it's called, the the Universal WWE uh, uh, Rainbow Coalition Snow Cone Federation Association Situation Championship. Do you want to see them actually unify the belts? And I heard like rumors of like a gold strap. What do you mean unify the? Oh, you mean the tag titles? No, because uh, having both of them. I heard rumors of like they'll just make them one belt, but they'll be gold. They'll each get one that's gold. Since they're basically the same belts. 
because uh, because Roman carrying two belts and the Usos carrying four belts, that's a better visual. No, but you have the gold belt. No, no I you can't get those belts without doing that. Yeah, but what looks better, having one belt or having or having two belts or having what five? What looks better? Visual. Well, what's better? Two. Okay, what's better? Two or eight? I mean, if I got to carry the motherfuckers, I understand where you're coming from in terms of you know. Yeah, carrying, oh, having to carry four belts around every week. No, 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 no. I'm, just, I'm just continuing to play the part of one PC Tony asshole extraordinaire. What yeah, no is too many titles to have, regardless of how hard it is to carry them? At some wrestling, point, you're like, look at titles. Wrestling crossed that shark or jumped that shark a long time ago, man, as regards to too many belts and too many championships. So that ship has sailed, my friend. Okay. I'm glad I asked you a question and you just decided to talk about something else. Dan, what are your thoughts on the unification of the tag team titles by the Usos over RK Bro? And boy, let me tell you something. Boy, howdy, something there. The the young fans in the crowd were not too thrilled about this beatdown afterwards. You had you had young WWE fans being consoled by their parents in the crowd, like visually upset, crying, being need to need to be consoled. Yeah, it was. I mean just a horrific scene like <laughs> i was yeah boy was i lost um in the moment but <laughs> it was uh i you know i i do wish they would have done it at the pay-per-view or whatever i but okay it's fine i i i think we we kind of see where they're going at least for now but i love the unifications i you know i'm on i was on board with the whole you know less titles the better for me too so i'm happy with that I would like to see them go with... I, I get the idea that obviously more belts are a better visual. I want them to go down to the one because that, to me, then that means it's going to be there for a while. Like, the more, the longer they hold on to two belts, the, lo- the quicker it's going to be yeah. moved, uh, separated again. And I, I'm not a big fan, obviously, of that, so... And that's truly what I want to see as well. But I think that's Platt's kind of point is I think Chris is maybe trying to say that this is just for the bloodline. This is not anything more than that. And until we see those titles turn into one, I would have to almost agree with him. I mean, how many, how often, at least twice off the top of my head, have they unified these belts and then found a way to split them up? And I mean, it's only a matter of time before they do it again. I bet you they're racking their brain right now about how they could get that world title off of Roman so they can somehow get it to Cody by mania. I'm telling you, that's probably on the whiteboard in Titan Towers right now. Oh, that's an interesting thing, too, you know. Um, Well, the easy way to rock distracts him and costs him one of the belts going into mania. Okay, but he's had. Yo, yo, Dan, Dan, I like that. The rock distracts him. Cody wins both belts. We get Cody Cena at Mania because Rock and Roman don't, doesn't need a title. Get Cody Cena at Mania with Cena chasing that 17 carat, you know what I mean, to become officially the greatest of all time, even though he is in my eyes. <laughs> As of right now, he is the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I like that. I like that, man. But, but go ahead, Sonny. No, that was better than anything I was going to say. I was just mad that you said it and I didn't. <laughs> I should be used to that by now. What's it been? Six years? Petty, petty, conceited, tunny, PC tunny. There you go. <laughs> Fuck off, assholes. Way to have a nice, fucking good idea. Nice, for nice. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Dan, and that bell. You know what's funny though? That's hilarious. You know what's funny though? And Tunny, you you brought up the kids crying in the audience. I think a uh, uh, unforeseen but good byproduct of AEW is that. So, like, the melon farmers that were 
throwing beach balls and hijacking WWE shows. They're all AEW fans now, and they're over there watching that. So the melon farmers that are left are people that actually want to be there to watch WWE. If you're not good enough to stop the audience from hijacking the show, then maybe you shouldn't have the mic for that long. That's fair, too. Yeah. I mean, two things can be right simultaneously, sir. You do know that, right? Like, there's a reason they put uh, MVP with almost, because this motherfucker comes out every week sounding like he got a bag of dicks in his mouth, so he needed a mouthpiece, you know? What is it like a baguettes or like a bag of chicken? Yeah, I'm I'm not taking a magnifying glass and a flashlight to said penises in almost his throat, dude. I'm not doing it. That's not my thing. Small just have to lick them all, or do they have to all get off? You know, it's more like go ho- go holler at Doctor S'mores about that, man. Shout out to Outsiders Edge, by the way. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think that's right. I don't think I don't think you should have said that. But I mean, I guess, see now I feel, now I feel bad even shouting out because you you fucking like were such a jerk right there. But hi Kyle, uh, hope you're listening to the show. Uh, love to have you on a week when you not here apparently. Man, Kyle's my dude. He knows I'm just talking shit, man. Shout out to uh, Kyle and Outsiders Edge. Made their triumphant return this week. Yes, Go check that out yes, on Share Shot Radio yes. Network. Indeed. Great, great shout out. Great show. Uh, so check that out. I know a lot of people have already. Great numbers. Uh, their their listeners have been waiting for them. So hopefully they'll, they'll be bringing it back. Uh, maybe not every week, but every other week or once a month or something. But I know Ray's been dying to uh, get back to podcasting. He's just a busy guy. He's taking care of a lot of stuff. So... If we can get Kyle on this show, that'd be wonderful. I think we should be able to do that um, in the near future. But, yeah, I, just ChairShot Radio Network, where every uh, streaming platform, podcasts are streamed. Otherwise, the ChairShot.com, always use your head. Any other but, thoughts no, here? Go ahead. Yeah, y'all really, y'all really think they're going to run with these unified belts for an extended period of time? Y'all really think so? I think ever would be an awesome uh, amount of time. And, and just because, let, here. Let me revisit it once again, and I'll I'll say I'm trying to be brief, but I'm just going to say what I want to say. One world championship belt. One WWE world championship belt. Right? One WWE. I wouldn't even put heavyweight in there because you can have the, 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 inter, the Intercontinental and the United States Championship are both heavyweight belts. So why not just the WWE world championship title? Okay? That's one belt. You have one set of tag teams. That makes you have a deeper tag team um, uh, uh, roster. Well, for starters, championship title is redundant, so that's one reason. Okay, I'm still going here. And then the last thing is you bring back this TV title. And that TV title, what that can do is that can be a connector and a bridge between NXT and WWE. Because it has to be defended once a week on television, whether it's a pay-per-view, whether it's Raw, whether it's SmackDown, whether it's NXT. You're welcome, Vince. I know you're already doing it. He's been listening the whole time. Like, you guys, do I have to run down all the things that I predicted? Like, Stone Cold never had a match. I told you that was going to happen. I told you the World Heavyweight titles were going to... No? Do you want me to keep going? And a belt keeps your pants up. And Stone Cold had a match. I don't, I don't believe that. And yet you're still in Wisconsin, huh? <laughs> your Vince's muse, or his not even his muse, his uh, consigliere, and there you are. <laughs> Getting ready for the music festival this weekend. Vince <laughs> appreciates someone who doesn't flash it around, okay? Why? Because that would cut in on his action? Ew. 
Y'all heard that story with the masseuse in Florida, I'm sure. We'll just leave it there. Listen, how do you think we play, pay for the high production value oh. of the show? Vince sliding us some money under the table. This is kind of like the second run of ECW here this show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone pops for that, whoever's listening. Shit, we're gonna be that that was soon. funny because... Mm. Yeah, the second run went so well. <laughs> and listen, that that was a crazy kind of thing point that Bubba Ray brought up on the Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, Broken Skull session, which is one of my favorites ever, by the way, folks. I, I know I brought that up another time, maybe this show or another one, but go check it out. A lot of a lot of good insight on stuff. So Bubba talks about the first time he got an offer from WWE, and he also talks about how he, I forget who it was, but he didn't want to make the first call. Because he knew whoever makes the first call is going to lose on the negotiation. So whoever his contact was with WWE also had the instant contact with from WWE. So that person three-way called them and then hung up. And it was him and I forget who was you know offering him the contract. So they had the contract. They had the offer. He went back to Paul the next day. He said, you just pay us what you're paying us now plus $1 more and a show and we'll stay. Not even $1 more a show what WWE was going to pay him. But right now, what you're paying us, plus $1 more a show, and we'll stay. And Paul said, no, I can't do it. You guys will be fine up there. Or something like that. And he goes, that's when I knew that Vince and Paul were working together in some capacity. Because it wouldn't have looked good for Paul to keep them when Vince wanted them. Because of what Paul was getting from Vince at the time. That's what I took away from that conversation that he had with Austin when they started talking about how he left ECW and came to WWE. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, they they did. They had a really good run up there. Matter of fact, I think Devon just uh, re-signed with the E. He's working in a backstage capacity. No, no, no. He's uh, I think he's down in NXT doing something, some sort of backstage capacity. So, yeah, everything worked out well for the Dudleys and WWE. They made a lot of money together. Listen, if you're a, if you're a retired or, you know, no longer working a giant schedule, you're just kind of, you know, maybe a handful of indie shows a year or something like that, a small indie schedule, plus working for a major company. If you're working for the WWE, WWF, whatever, WWE, you'd rather be an agent or, or, a, or a talent enhancer as a coach in NXT, right, than for the main roster because you don't have to travel as much. Oh, yeah. Stay down in Florida. I'd, I'd rather do that than yeah having to travel 300 days a year. I don't know if it's yeah, that bad. Or, but, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, right. It's still a lot. Shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the the NXT thing. That's not a bad gig, man. I think that's why Ciampa was so hesitant to move up to the main roster because he he had a good life for himself. He had his family down I, there. He's a little bit older guy. I think Vince could make him a a, a real. Good champion, to be honest with you. A world champion. I think in the right storyline, he could play the right. Have we ever had a, a smaller? A, am I going to? I don't know. Have we ever had anyone like him be a heel and be champion? And still maintain his ferociousness and viciousness? I mean, Shawn Michaels wasn't exactly a big dude. No, but um, he wasn't. Compare him to the mentality that Ciampa has. Or no. Champa. I think sorry. Daniel Bryan might have been the closest, but that, but that, mm. not as That's, much. But not as a heel. Not as a heel. You he know? did not the ferocious heel. Well, he played yeah, the heel yeah. with the environmentalist part, but like it wasn't as that kind of character. At the same time, he had already had probably one of the greatest, well, probably one of the top five babyface runs of all time as champion. So, 
True. It's funny. He was kind of playing the Champa character, that ferociousness. He was actually playing that in AEW before they stuck him with Regal and, and Moxley and them and those boys, as Stephen A. would say, Regal, Moxley, and those boys. It's <laughs> good. It's good. <laughs> Impressions are brought to you by ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Buy a t-shirt. Wear it somewhere. Tell people about the chairshot.com and remember to always use your head. That wasn't bad. We should cut that one off. Mark the tape. Nope. Some elevator music underneath it. Oh my goodness, Dan Campbell's on my screen. I instantly thought of having a bowl of kneecaps. How about it? Hey! I'm not going to play that. I won't. Uh, any other wrestling WWE-wise before I ask one AEW question? I think that's it. Uh, the uh, merchandise for Naomi and Sasha has been taken off WWE, so this shit is getting serious. We'll see what happens. Everybody always comes back, so kiss and make up at some point, but that was interesting, I thought. Um, I feel like there's something else that happened of significance, and I just can't. It's escaping my mind right now what that might have been. I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. Dan, what about yourself, sir? No! It's about all Kick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's revisit it. What the hell? Will CM Punk walk out as the champion at double or nothing against Adam Page? And how right would Adam Page be for WWE? Oof. Uh, I think CM Punk comes out with the title. I could see him maybe doing a little bit longer program and maybe flip-flop the title a couple times here. They haven't done that in AEW yet. There's only been a handful of champs. so That'd be interesting, you know? Good back and forth, but those two would probably be really good. I think that'd be good for. I think that'd be better for Page, obviously, than Punk. You know, it, it, he needs something big like that. I think, and I, I that'd be good. Um, I, man, those guys that that collection of Adam Cole and Page and like that that group of guys, like just I don't know. They don't. They they just don't seem like a fit for WWE. I mean, obviously Vince didn't seem. I don't know. He didn't seem like he wanted Cole at all on the main roster really. So That's I just don't see him as a fit. Adam Page is a big is not a big guy, but he's I mean he's bigger than Cole, but uh, he's you know, is he a little bit bigger than Punk, right? And a little more muscle, I yeah, think. Yeah, he is. The the only thing I, I tend to agree with Dan. The only thing that I say that Page has going for him if he were to step over to WWE is his age. Because he's still relatively young. I don't think he's... Is he even 30 yet? And if he is 30, he's got to be early 30s, i.e. 30, 31. And they're over there trying to get younger. So he kind of fits that build and fits that mold. Plus, it's also it's always going to be a cute coup, rather, when they can get a top guy from the other company to come over there. So, I, I, yeah, I would say that he's got that going for him if he wants to go the other way. As far as this match... You got to eventually, every business wants to grow, and eventually you have to try to attract people outside of your core fan base of those 800,000 to a million folks that watch a TV show every week, right? You kind of got to try to. I think we can all admit this Adam Page title experiment has gone nowhere. I don't necessarily think it's of any fault of his own. I still think he's a very talented guy. I think he just was not ready for that position yet. Put the belt on Punk. 
turn Punk heel. Let him cut a promo talking about how you all are marks and whatnot in AEW and just really get the fans all riled up and pissed off at him. And let him have a decent run with the belt, man. You've got some contenders out there. Samoa Joe's there now. You can relive their feud, their legendary feud in Ring of Honor. Keith Lee, are you gonna are are, are you eventually have to have black people feud with non black people or else somebody's gonna catch on to the scent besides me? So maybe you can elevate Keith Lee, get a good match and a good program with Punk, Ricky Stark. There's a bunch of other guys, man. Uh, Christian is still there. There's guys that you could do some things with that could draw some interest and have some good entertaining TV and matches, ultimately. But I think you have to put it on Punk because he's your biggest star right now. So you you rock with it until you come up with something else. I still think that MJF has got to be the one that dethrones either Paige or Punk, whoever comes out this match. But him and Pretty Tony seem to be at odds right now. Little lovers, lovers quarrel. So I, I don't know how that works, but... Yeah, put the belt on Punk, man. Do right. Do the right thing on the Spike Lee side of the game. We're good. We're good. We're going to take a commercial. We're going to come right back. We got more sports trivia for you bitches right here on the 326th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Happy Memorial Day weekend, y'all. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. All right, folks, by the music you hear, you know it's time for some National Hockey League trivia. I mean, National Football oh. League trivia uh. here on the DWI podcast. If we did NHL trivia without Satchel McFlippins on the show, then no one would get anything right. And if we did it with just Satchel McFlippins on the show without, like, Dave or Patrick or Steve Cook, we probably – you know, just get mollywopped by Satchel McFlippins. But nonetheless, Dan, I don't know if you've stuck with the bandwagon since they won us money, and I told you not to pick Philly to take the lightning. And damn it, if Nate would have just kept the damn pool alive, we might be looking for the third year in a row and winning that motherfucker. But have you been rooting for the Ning? Oh, of course. <laughs> I, I can't, but, you know, I want to see the three-peat. Yes, they definitely won us some money last year, so I'm on board. Okay. All right. 
DP, you won last time's sports trivia event. I need you. I have a quarter right here. Uh, one side is a dove, which has a tail. And on the other side is the head of Walt. Di- no. Um, Ted Will. No. 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 Ted Will. Elon no, Musk. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a George. I believe it's George Washington. So this George, is a quarter. It's a quarter. Moving on up. Moving uh, on up. Fish don't fly in the kitchen. Beans don't. This is from uh, this a. Uh, uh, Dove of Peace from 2008, Oklahoma State Corner, Oklahoma, founded in 1907. Don't say you never learned anything here on the podcast known as DWI. Dan, you won the last time. Would you like? It's a significant to who goes first because we're only got three rounds. We're doing top 25s. You'll know the category shortly. Heads or tails, DP. Before I flip it, well, I'll take not uh, having a. I'm having a Bill Cower kind of moment where they fuck up the coin toss. I don't know if that was that or he stuffed the 12 men on the field photo and the refs thing. He did that too. I don't know. Pick a thing or I'm going to keep talking. I had, brother. Yeah, brother. Flipped it. Returned it. You see it. You see it. I'm not going to move it. It is how it is. So it'd be this side right right. here. There you go. It's a head. DP. That's I'm a I'm a daddy now. I don't think I'm allowed to get in anymore. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even have you, know, you, you don't even get to fuck anymore you, you, you have intercourse <laughs> you should have was there not any opportunity to take up that while she was pregnant did she have any weird cravings that might have worked with that you know hey I, I'll tell you one thing man pregnant pussy mwah, chef's kiss cause you get a little hand job too on the inside you know <laughs> oh Jesus fuck honey <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, wait, wait for the punchline. Here comes the punchline. Are you ready? Here comes the punchline. The aristocrats. Jesus Christ. That was great. That was great. Yeah. That was well played, man. And I mean, hell, Play me out, I, I have been pestered for a threesome for the, you know, the last six years, so. <laughs> like, claim it was comedy and comedy's tragedy. I'll be uncanceled in three months and then I'll have to apologize again for it in a year and nine months. So, whatever works. Uh, what would kept... that sexual act be called? Two and a half men? Oh, wow. Now it's not even my, my fault anymore. <laughs> man. Uh, this feels like a war podcast, by the way. <laughs> Okay, and the NFL. Take a sip break after that one, folks. We were smoking. Yeah, I know. We all made <laughs> a palate cleanser NFL. after that one. NFL. Oh, my God. Doing the same thing we did last time, only we're doing top 25 until we miss or we run the category out, which means DP gets to go first. There's only three rounds in the first and third round, so he has the opportunity for more points. Roger. We're not we're good. You're out when you miss. Yeah. So that's why you had the point flip, all right? Yeah. So think about your answers. Please don't cheat, but if you need to cheat to keep it interesting, then figure out a way to make the story, make, make, make the can. match go well. When if you can't um, lose, if you must, right. but always cheat. Yeah, rub it as racing. First category, top 25 all-time passing touchdown leaders in the NFL for their careers. They threw this many touchdowns, and they're in the top 25. All-time, DP, give me one person in the all-time top 25 of the NFL passing touchdown leaders. 
I'll go with Thomas Brady. Ring your bell. You can ring your bell. (laughs) You can ring your bell. It's not Jeremiah Bell. (laughs) Okay, Brady. Got it. Yes, he's number one all time. 624. Platypus. This is going to get tough, man, because <clears throat> there's going to be some people on this list like a fucking uh, uh, Steve DeBerg or, or Vinny Testaverde, like dudes that weren't necessarily great quarterbacks, but they played That's for true. 86 years. So just by attrition, they're on the list. Right. But I'm going to take one of oh, you. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. One of those guys is on the list and one of them isn't. So I'm glad I'm going to leave that little landmine out there for Whoa. you. You said Steve DeBerg first and then you said Vinny Testaverde one of them's in the top 25 one of them isn't how long does that sit there until someone needs to play their 50-50 card Chris what's your guess here because <laughs> let's get this one moving. okay I'm gonna take one of y'all Wisconsin boys man Brett Favre yes yes definitely ring the bell Brett Favre number four with uh, 108 he also retired as the NFL. when he retired he was number, number one, one. So if you give someone that retired when at when they retired they were number one I'll tell you because that's also marked on my list. Yeah, okay, he Dan, was number one in um, interceptions and touchdowns. Yeah, when he, retired. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, that got to be a Brett Favre. I'll take the other one, uh, AA Ron. Then ring the bell. Aaron Rodgers currently in fifth. He is fifty-nine touchdown passes behind Brett Favre at five hundred eight. Aaron Rodgers four forty-nine. Chris. Drew Brees has to be on there. Drew Brees, number two, 571 touchdown passes. Dan. Peyton. Peyton Manning, third all-time, also retired as career touchdown passing leader with 539 touchdown passes. Chris. Now we're getting into nut-cutting time. I'm going to go Marino. Marino, yes, also retired with 420 passing. Dan. I'll stick with the brothers, Eli. You got it. Eli Manning, 10th all time. With 366 passing touchdowns. Chris. Good for for you. Um, (laughs) Fuck, good for you. Uh, You know what? I'm stepping on the landmine. To quote uh, the late great Fife Dog, your style's incomplete, same as Vinny Testaverde. Well, you didn't shoot a bogey, you shot a birdie. 18th all time, Vinny Testaverde, give it to the platypus, man. If you're running out of names yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. out of names now, Dan's going to get a lot of points here. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a lot more in the chamber than you do, because that's part of this one now. You get to run it out. If you you can go in. If he misses, you get to go until you miss. So that's why it was important for possible points. Uh, uh, Dan, go I'll ahead. take uh, Denver's favorite son, John Alway. John Elway, ring the bell, also retired as career touchdown passing leader with 300 at the ah, time. How wonderful was no that? Gentleman went out 300 passing touchdowns all time, all time career leader and back to back. Stupid balls. Chris, it's your turn. The hell did I forget about Elway? That's weird. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go uh, uh, Rapeless Burger. Eighth all time, 418 touchdown passes. Count it, ring the bell. EP. <sighs> Philip Rivers and his 16 kids. 
Bill mm, Burrow, sixth, sixth all time with 421 passing touchdowns. Chris, that's a good one. Um, hmm. Now it's getting down to nut cutting time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got 11 gone. There's 14 left in the top oof, 25. Not halfway through yet. Okay. Uh, Warren Moon. Warren Moon nice. counted all retired as all time touchdown passing leader with 291 passing touchdowns. I think that's what that means. Hold on. Let me go to the bottom of the list here. <laughs> and for all intents and purposes, that's what it's going to mean. I don't know if that's true. It is now. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I believe you. Uh, count it. Platt gets a point. Dan. Mm. I'll go with uh, Shoeless Joe Montana. I think that was his nickname. Montana. Joe Montana <laughs> is on here. 19th all-time, 207 touchdown passes. Oof. Thought about Joe, but I wasn't sure because, you know, they didn't pass the ball. They had a, a lot of running, though. Garrison like Hurst everybody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, he threw at least one. I've see. seen it a lot. Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Roger Craig. Steve Young did not even have Garrison Hurst. Let's just let's just get our errors right. What did I say? Excuse me. You said Garrison Hurst. Yeah. He never played with Joe Montana. Oh, Roger Craig. Garrison Hurst was with Young. No, no. You're two decades. Wait, like Jeff Garcia yeah. and farther yeah. than that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, no, Jerry Rice and Trello and dominated with yeah. Joe Montana as quarterback. <laughs> All right, Platt, it's your turn. Please keep talking. You sounded like an idiot. Oh, I was hoping y'all would keep going. Gave me, <laughs> gave gave me more time to think. There's 12 okay, left. One, 12 left. Um, Russ Wilson. Great call. 15th all-time. One of five still playing. One of five still. Here's another clue for, for both of you. One of five still playing. We've named three of them. That means you each have an equal stab at the two of them. Uh, who's Russell, the third? We did uh, Russell. We did uh, A.A. Brown. And who's the third? Brady. 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 I forgot he, yeah, I forgot he came back. There's two more. There's two more that have thrown more passing touchdowns than Russell Wilson, but less than Aaron Rodgers that are on this list. That's just to kind of keep it going. Russell Wilson, 15th all-time. Point for Platt. Dan, it's your turn. Well, I got one of them. He's a Super Bowl champion. Matthew Stafford. There you go. 12th all-time, 323 mm-hmm. passes. Oh. Uh. Uh. Damn it, son of a bitch. Okay, I think I have the other one. Oh, baby. Matt Ryan. You got it. Matty Matt Ice. Ryan, ring the bell. That was the other one I was going to pick. I figured it was I was figured it was both of those guys. Matt Ryan, he nice. Me, but he's been around for forever. forever. Plus, he won an MVP. Can it's your All turn. Right. How many do we have left, by the way? Nine. Oh, Sixteen. Okay. Down nine to go. Be impressive if you guys could run the table. Oh, I got close. I got a deep cut. I got a oh, deep cut. Deep cut. Carson uh, Palmer. Oh, I was just looking at the list thinking this guy is going to be a hard to guess, and DP gets it. 14th all time. Passing yards. DP. Carson Palmer. Passing yards. Touchdowns. Touchdowns, sorry. Okay. 
<laughs> if you only had 294 passing yards, you probably wouldn't be on any list. Uh, Chris, uh, you might turn. be on our list, but not the one you <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. I'm You just made the wrong list. <laughs> oh, shit, damn. What you got? Damn, outs. Yes, also retired as passing touchdown leader with 254 shit. yards. 250 I like the pregnant pause though. That you know what I mean. That made my speak to tight up a little bit. That was well. That was good podcasting, sir. Yeah, well played. I don't think that's what that means. I don't think that's what that means. Because Sonny Jurgensen. Oh shit! I just gave one away. God damn it! All right, well, this one's even. This one's even. Yeah, skip that one and go go twenty six deep and can I skip that guy. No, that's a really hard one. Okay, for the for the for the last point, you can name anybody between twenty six to thirty because those are all difficult. Um. Sorry, DP. So it, they're they're all easier than Sonny Jurgensen because no one was going to get that. Um, did you, Chris just get one? Right, he just got, he just got one, and you gave away Sonny. Yeah, that's right. Okay, all right, go ahead. Oh fuck me! All right, so I got a point. Uh, BC. <laughs> I'm going to lose this round. Um, you know, but that's okay. I'm going. Oh man! Uh, all right. I don't know if there's anybody. Tarkenton. Fran. Fran. Tarkenton. Francis. Francis. Aloysius Al- Tarkington. 11th all time. 342 <laughs> touchdown passes. And I believe that is also. That's going to fill out. That's going to fill out the top 16, by the way. The top 16 all time you have named. Nice. Fran Tarkington. 11th all time. DP got it. Wow. All right. Um, what about a uh, machine gun Kelly? Oh, so I said, oh, in, shit. no, no, I said in lieu of the Sonny Jurgensen being 21st, we'd have we'd allow anybody from 26 to 30 to be named. And you did it. So no longer can you name anybody outside of the top 25. I will run down the top 26 to 30 now. John Hadle, which nobody would have got. That was 26. That's why I against, decided against that. <laughs> Y.A. Tittle, 27th, Len Dawson, 28th, George Blanda, 30th, Jim Kelly, 29th, 237. Jim That's Kelly. a touchdown. Oh. I barely made it, too. Who's 30? <laughs> oh, George Blanda. Blanda. He's a Blanda. Yeah. Oh, oh, 30. Oh, 30. I'm, okay, I got you. None of those. Ooh. Be named Dan. It's your turn. Mm, man. Five left. Five left. Still got to stick old school here. Uh, no, I don't think he's on there. Here's a hint. You don't have to go as old school as you think, but you still can. Oh, shit. All right. Um, all right, maybe not old school. Uh, what's Tony Romo? Yes, 24th all-time, 248 passing touchdowns. Christopher! I was holding Tony in the chamber, man. I oh. thought everybody was gonna find him. I was hoping. <laughs> so we got four left. Is that correct? Wow. Yes. Wow. Crazy if you guys ran it. And I'm looking at the names here. Is it possible? There's there's one Hall of Famer. Yes. And three non Hall of Famers. Donovan McNabb, 31st all-time. 
Chris is out. DP has a chance. God damn it. There might be two Hall of Famers. I'm not sure if one of these guys is a Hall of Famer or not. So at least one Hall of Famer, one possibly could be a Hall of Famer, but the other two definitely aren't. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, it's from Mags. How are you doing, Mags? Miss your brother. I'll, uh, I was going to go old school before, so I'll, I'll go with that one right now and go with Johnny Unitas. Yes, Johnny U, 17th all-time, 290 passing yeah. touchdowns. Deep, you can keep going. There are three more you could get. Boy. Um, Boomer? Yes, 25th all-time. Oh, I'm not the, uh, <laughs> not the sports center left. announcer. Hello, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> There's two left. Uh, I don't got any more. You have 10 seconds. You have 9 seconds. 8. You have 7 seconds. You have 6. 5 seconds. Now you have 4 seconds. In three seconds, you'll have to give me an answer. Two seconds, <laughs> one Young. second. No, Steve nice. Young is a real guess because he's thirty-second all-time. Oh. If, if Archie Manning is on there, I'm going to stab myself. Archie Manning? Oh, I should have put him with the Mannings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stab myself if he's on there. Dave Craig, 261 passing oh, touchdowns. That one I thought might have been I difficult to get, but Dave somebody Craig. should have got Drew Bledsoe, 251 Drew Bledsoe. passing. Mm-hmm. He had a decent run, yeah. man. He was, you know, Made it to a about, Super Bowl. what, 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. And about, what, 10 years? Yeah, he had a decent run. That makes sense. I, I would have uh, I, I would have eventually got to Unitas. There's no way in hell I would have got to Boomer Esiason. All right. I was, just thinking, of, I was just thinking of Wait. panelists. <laughs> I was like, he's a quarterback. a three-point lead. He had 13 points there. Chris had 10 points. I had one point in that round. If I yeah. win this somehow, it's really boring because it'll just be me reading these lists <laughs> the next category we'll keep in simpatico here you already just thought of a bunch of names maybe it'll make this easier for you maybe it won't maybe some of these guys are on this list maybe some of them aren't maybe some of the guys you named are wrong are on this list i don't know all-time nfl passing yardage leaders <laughs> you get to go first oh this is what an odd what whatever um we, brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre, all time. How much overlap is there, or you're not going to tell us that? I guess you can't, can't tell, tell us. us that. Never can't mind. tell us, because we just yeah. name all the same guys we just named. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just told you. I just, I gave you as much hint as I was going to give We're doing 25 to 50 now. <laughs> Instead of 20 to 20. Uh, well, I'll go with uh, Thomas Brady. I'll say, I'll put it this way. Why don't we get oh, the Why don't we get this over quickly by you guys just naming like the top top guys because likely they're on both lists. So DP Tom Brady counted first of all time. Chris, Drew Brees, Drew Brees second oh, all you, time. Who'd you pick first, Platt? Sorry, uh, Brett Favre. Okay, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning counted. Peyton Manning third all time. Chris, Dan Marino. And Reno's seventh all time, Dan. A. Aaron. A. Aaron, tenth all time, Chris. Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 
26 all time. DP's going to build up an insurmountable lead. I feel like so, here. So, so you're telling me if we would have played this game in, in like, what, four months from now in September? <laughs> yeah. <he would> <laughs> let's just say if they played it. Let's just say if they played at noon on Sunday. Uh, let's just oh, no, let's just say if they played at 1 p.m. Eastern on Sunday in week one, by, by, the, by 4 p.m. Eastern, you'd have been right. <laughs> he is currently... He is he's currently oh my god two hundred seventeen yards behind twenty five. All right, Dan, <laughs> Dan, how many how many points can you get, Dan? Go. I'll see. We went with Peyton. I'm gonna go with Eli then. Eli ninth all time. I'm gonna go with uh, Big Ben. Fifth all time. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, sixth all time. <laughs> uh, Stafford, twelfth all time. Did I say Matty Ice? Matty Ice. Matt Ryan, eighth, eighth, eighth oh. all time. I was like, don't tell me he's gonna be like twenty six. I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, stop the damn match for the love of God! <laughs> oh God, it's broken in half. John Alway, Elway, eleventh all time. Uh, what else did we say? Montana. Oh, shit. 21st all time. Yeah, you know, I got to go lower down the list. <laughs> like, oh, pause. shit, when he's paused, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, I just want to make sure I didn't miss it. Warren Moon. You know, like Interco Intercontinental Champions. Oh, Greg the Hammer. Anything. I don't want to Greg <laughs> the Hammer this one. <laughs> Patrick, drop the hammer, you know? <laughs> I don't need to drop the hammer. I'm good. Warren Moon. Did you get Warren Moon? Warren Moon, 13th all time. This is that bullshit. I'm just trying to stall and filibuster so maybe I break Dan's concentration and <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. I can think more. Uh, I'm going to go with my guys, Johnny Yu. 22nd all time. Oh, boy. And Tarkenton. 14th all time. I'm thinking running out now. Uh, who else do we say? There's nine uh, left. Carson Palmer? Touchdowns all time. Up there. Jim. I'm not Jim Kelly Ooh. in this bullshit. Rex, Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. <laughs> Rex, what's your guess, I said, I'm not Jim Kellying this thing. He said Jim Kelly. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, shit. Shit. Uh, oh, Boomer. I'll go with Boomer. Boomer's Boomer. Twenty twenty fourth. You get five second clock on every on all of these. Five. I think I'm out then. Four. Three. Two. One second left. That's it. I can't think of any. Done? Yeah. Yep, I'll no, go with Jim Kelly. I'll go with Jim Kelly. Just because I have to pick a name. Yeah. He's probably not. Twenty nine. Time. That's yeah, the end. He's not the <laughs> I knew he wouldn't be up there. <laughs> Chris yeah. got three. Dan got one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh, <laughs> sound the right. trumpets and alert the townspeople. Oh. I guess we're still winning. You know, you're down. You're down. You're down. Insurmountably. Yeah. Fifteen. If he fucks up early. 
Yes, because he's done that in the, the brief history that we've been playing this game. This yes. One, Come on now. Top 25 all-time rushing and receiving touchdown leaders in the NFL history. Rushing and receiving. Combo? Yes. Just touchdowns. Just touchdowns. Not pass, Non-passing touchdowns oh. all-time leaders. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. Not passing. This is running back. This is running backs and wide receivers and tight ends and maybe I, I don't I don't think I haven't looked at the list, but I doubt there's a defensive player on here. Um, oh, could there be? In fact, could there could be? Here's what I'm gonna do. Be Hang on a second. Hang on one second. Oh, good. There's two tight ends, and the rest are running backs and receivers. Right. Got it. All right, Dan, you will be the first one to begin this round as you make a drink, and that drink is brought to you by the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on all of your favorite streaming platforms. Don't search the ChairShot Radio Network. Just search ChairShot Radio Network, where we encourage you to enjoy your day the ChairShot way with sports entertainment and sports entertainment by always using your head. And don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot. Now, since Dan has a drink, and I'm going to take a drink of my drink, also grab another drink go with the drink i have and chris is going to jump in and that's going to give me more time to do that all right i'm first right yep yes sir cherry rice oh you sure broke some brain cells coming up with that one number one yeah no shit um (laughs) marshall falk number seven emmett smith number two Oh, yeah. LT, Ladanian Tomlinson. He's number three. Oh, we don't need that shit. Yeah, I thought he was number one for a minute. Well, no, no, he never got past Jerry. Nobody's got past Jerry. No. No sweet I think I think I think Rice is like fifty above everybody else. Yeah. Rice uh, Roni. That's no longer PC. Go ahead, DP. Randall <laughs> Keith Mort. I mean Moss. <laughs> Yeah, fourth. Straight cash, Obi. Pop. I'm going to go with his running mate, Chris Carter, because all he did, does is catch touchdowns, right? Eighth all time. T.O.? You know what I'm talking Tied about. for fourth all time with Randy Mouse. Mm, okay. All right. Um, And you said Emmett, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So, okay. The now top five are gone. Top okay, top five are gone. Do 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 do. Are they all <laughs> Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers? Everybody on this list. Yes. I'm fairly certain everybody on the, yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody on this list is a Hall of Famer, or will be a Hall of Famer. Any uh, current players? Technically, there's Stretch. two, but they're not really. Stretch. One might be. Stretch. Actually, okay. yeah, there is. There's actually. I think is he Stretch. still playing? No, he no he's not playing. Oh. There might. <laughs> Oh, there's there's three players. There's three players that Hang played on, with him in the last yeah. two years. Stretch out. Two of them, I think, last. Stretch. Stretch. Okay. Oh, motherfucker, you. Chris, one okay. of these one of these guys is also considered the greatest lacrosse player of all time. One of these guys oh, is not Brown. like the other. Yeah, tenth. God damn it. <laughs> 
He's getting molly off. Come on. <laughs> At some point, he's not going to be able to get enough points to come back. He was down 15. I'm done, Tony. It's a wrap, bro. When do I got to try right now? There's still 17 available points. You could still win. How many more points it, does he need? I'll stop at that one. point. If, no, 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 no. <laughs> if, he gets if, if he runs the table, he wins. If, if Dan gets the next one, he... No, yeah, that's true because he's got points. So it might already be over. But we're going to finish it out. Well, it, Go it's ahead. Already, it was already uh, over. It was over... After question one, sir. No, 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 because he's up. Tw- no, because he's up fifteen, and there's seventeen possible points. So even if you get one, right. that so means I get one, and then that's it. Because I'm not talking the about the technicality. You can't. Of, Dan of can't get two. Proceedings. Dan can't get two. Uh, if Dan gets two more, it's over, and it's his turn. I'm not talking about the technicalities of the proceedings, sir. It's been over, okay? <laughs> people, we still need a reason for people to tune in. <laughs> Uh, it was the greatest comeback of all time. Listen, a lot of people watched know. that Warriors Maps game last night, and that series was fucking over. Make it 147 and all. Go ahead, Dan. Adrian Peterson. Down it tight for 10th all time with Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. Yeah. I'll throw it. You can't it. get any more wrong, and Dan can't get any yeah. more right. You get the next one right, and I'll throw it, and then you can try and run the table. Marvin Harrison. Count it ninth all time. Sluts Benwalla. Dan, Dan. No, Aldo Greco is wrong. <laughs> Aldo Greco. Commonly known as Sluts Benwalla or uh, Engelbert Fishy. No, back. wait a minute. I got a better one. S E C K M Y A S S. Mike Vanderjacked. How about uh, fishy bag is twenty six though. I think. How about uh, Jerry Dorsey? No, that Jerry Dorsey. Work. All right, Chris. Dan got it wrong. You need to name the rest of them on this list. All right, Tony Gonzalez. There's fifteen left. Yes, count it. Tony Gonzalez, ring the bell. All right. What what number is he? Seventeenth. Uh, He's one of two okay. tight ends. Um, You're never gonna run this because there's a guy I never even fucking heard of that you won't get. But no. that's fine. Oh, great. Um, I actually had to look at, when I said there was two tight ends on the list, I had to hit his name and see what position he played. What's oh, your next, uh, what's your was, next uh, answer? Was he the other tight end? Well, there's one tight He's not. He was, a, okay. he was a running back. The guy didn't know. But there is one more tight end on the list. Who did you cool. say, Chris? I didn't say anything. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, Tiki Barber. That was a very bad guess. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, how about Walter Payton, brother? Walter Payton. Dan, you're already out, and you won, so you can play like some music for yourself. I'm still searching for Tiki Barber, where he is on the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Who, who, who else? Who else? Walter so Payton. Can... Walter Payton. Okay, let me tell you. Uh, um, let me tell down. you a list of people. Who... Let me tell you a list of people that have more touchdowns all time than Tiki Barber. <laughs> Gronkowski. Uh, well, Four of them that are playing, Zeke Elliott, A.J. Green, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Art Monk, Larry Zonka, Raymond Berry, Rod Smith, Gerald Riggs, Stephen Davis, D'Angelo Williams, Willis McGahee. Willis McGahee had more touchdowns than Tiki Barber. Frank Um, Gore. Why didn't I think of Frank Gore? 25th. He played for 30 years. So here's the top. Still playing, uh, isn't he? Rice, Emmett. Technically, I think he is, isn't he? He's Terrell, in, uh, what, Indianapolis or some shit? You guys didn't name number six all-time Marcus Allen, by the way, who was the leader for ages that Jerry Rice passed, I believe. Um, and Emmett. For, uh, let's see. Peyton was Sanders. 12th. Gerald 13th. 
John Riggins was Vince. tied 14th. Sean Alexander, 16th. That's Lenny exactly. Moore was the guy yeah, I had Antonio to look, about, look up. Who was a late 50s, early 60s halfback. Barry Tim Sanders, Brown? 19th time, guys. Uh, Dan, Don Hudson, 20th all-time. Yeah. 21st, tied with Steve That's Largent. Franco Harris, Curtis Martin, tied at 23rd. We had Frank Moore at 25th. Gentlemen, is 14th all-time, and he's the other tight end, and that's the only Sonia person Gates. I didn't tell you on the list. Who is it? Yes, DP got it right there. So I, not I, only I, did he wait. I'm on the way. What do you say? Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates, the other tight end. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout right. out, McMahon went to Kent State. Trivia is over. We'll be right back. Listen to a commercial. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I'm on the street the other day, make a pay phone call, go overtime on the call, hang up the phone, walk away. You've had this happen? What phone rings? It's the phone company. They want more money. Don't you love this? And you've got them right where you want them for the first time in your life. You're on the street. There's nothing they can do. I like to let it ring a few times, you know. Let her sweat a little over there. And then just pick it up. Yeah, hello, operator. Oh, I've got the money. I've got the money right here. You hear that? That's a quarter. Yeah, you want that, don't you? So I show DP the quarter once again that I pulled out from before, which I didn't anticipate using as a coin toss. I was going to let DP go first, but I figured since I had the coin toss because he won, I'd let him call it instead of actually going first. So the quarter was actually here so because I got was, the quarter was rigged is what you're telling me. It was, it was no, rigged from the beginning. The game was rigged. No, once again, you're wrong. And I was trying to bring up the fact that I had the quarter because I was going to say the quarter is right here. Uh, gentlemen, this takes us back to a different time. And that's why this is another point of mine for Seinfeld. The cutoff is being born in the mid-80s somewhere. If you're in the early 80s, it, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a split, but more in favor of Seinfeld. If you're in, in the mid-80s, it's a super split. And then if you're in the late 80s, there's still some people that like Seinfeld. Speaking of when you were born. But if it's before the 80s, you likely like Seinfeld if you like situational comedy. The cell phone, the pay phone. The way we communicate with each other is the dividing line, and that's why some people don't like it and some people get it, right? Here we start out with a bit right away that reminds me of my prognosis of this show and its popularity among age groups is because we have a, we have a, we have a phone bit right away. He's talking about the payphone and the company calling you back. And what a big part the payphone plays in the story of this, one of the most classic. This is probably probably top five, easily top ten for sure, unarguably uh, most iconic Seinfeld episodes of all time. Gentlemen, let me preface this conversation with I took a ton of notes today, not knowing you both did not watch the episode, but you have seen it before, and lucky I did, so we can walk through this because it's a really good one. Not having watched it, let's start with Chris. What are your vague remembrances of this as we'll get into it more specifically before we do that real quick? 
Well, you do realize the listeners would have never known that we forgot to watch the show had you not said anything, right? Just, I, I just wanted to, yeah, yeah, just throw that out there. They don't know unless you tell them, sir. I understand how upset DP and Satchel McFlippins and beautiful sundress lady in sophomore year uh, didn't appreciate me not showing up with my homework. Um, so I figured I'd make sure that you guys showed up with your homework or you'd get embarrassed. You petty as fuck, man. We grown as shit. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what, what's wrong with you? Seriously. I already told you. Petty conceded Tony. And <laughs> No, th- this is definitely, for me personally, man, top five Seinfeld episode. And, I mean, just the reason that I love this episode is the same reason that I love this show, man. Well, there's a lot of reasons why I love this show. But one of the things, to me personally, that makes it dope is that it there's these mundane decisions that these people continuously make every single episode. And then by the end of the show, it, it just all crescendos into this uh, frantic and... In hilarious ways, like the the decisions that these people make end up biting them in the ass in hilarious ways. It's almost like Scooby-Doo and when they take the mask off the guy that would have got away with it if it wasn't for the meddling kids, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I could go for a submarine sandwich, Dan. (laughs) This is, uh, yeah, this is a just phenomenal episode. I remember a ton about this one. It's, you know, I've seen it way too many times. One of my favorite episodes that is in one place for the entire show. It That's is it. There's, uh, there's, it's one scene. Yeah. It's one, I mean, it's, it's one, set, one location, one set. one set, Chinese restaurant, cameras, but one. Set. That's, it. That's it. Yeah. There's, well, you, there's one, there's a wall, but it's the same set. There's two rooms. There's two rooms. Yeah. There's the dining room and the waiting room. Briefly. The whole, I would say 95 plus percent is the waiting room to the Chinese restaurant. There is a brief scene that gets into the restaurant <laughs> when Elaine tries to take it. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. Well, do I want me to remind everybody what I remember about this is because we're basically going to, we're going to almost do observations with you guys commenting on them. Okay. Cause I got, yeah. Cause I could go over a couple things, but I'll, I'll, right. I'll let you do Let's your do thing. thing. Let's play the observations music and I'll make my observation and you guys talk about it. Oh boy. Okay. I'll be yeah. watching you. Yeah, I'm 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 figuring it out here. It's been a while, brother. <laughs> here we go. I'll be watching every word you say and every move you make. Every step you take, I'll be watching every word you say. Listen, lady, I'm just a walker, I'm not a stalker. Sorry, it's past your house, all right? Just deal with it. Anyway, uh, Seinfeld, here we go. Plan nine. They're going to see this movie. Jerry cancels on his uncle. Booyah. Uncle Leo. He said he, he said he canceled Uncle Leo. Plan nine. They're going to see it on the big ultra screen. Plans one through eight didn't work. This has got to be the one. Crazy sci-fi movie. Like, there you go. Chris thoughts there i want to see planet nine shit no just plan nine no planet just plan (laughs) you plan nine my bad and still no it was like plan nine from out of space or something like i'm not thank you thank you i want to see it yeah yeah how do you throw a space party go on you plan it dan your thoughts (laughs) 
Your dad like that joke. Yeah, Plan Nine didn't work either. Let's let's just put it that way. And I think the second reference to Uncle Leo in this uh, so far. Yeah, is there a plan? Okay, so let's pay attention for a Plan Ten movie if if there's plans because they're always going to the fucking movies. We're gonna have more movie (laughs) stuff. All right, all right, cool, 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 cool. We're at the we're at the restaurant now. George's got to call Tat. George's got to call Tatiana. 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 Ooh, Tati. And he walks away to go call Tatiana, and Jerry and Elaine look at each other, and Jerry goes, Tatiana. <laughs> and had to call her because he couldn't go to the bathroom. Oh, oh sorry. I thought you were. We'll get there. We don't know that yet. All right. Any thoughts on Tatiana? Is there any any girl, any any name of a person where you were like, okay, great, I can't wait to meet this person. Any ta- any name like Tatiana for you, like Jerry and Elaine, like 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 for George Carlin who has a great special on. I can't remember what streaming thing right now about his life and his comedy, which is excellent. A- uh, shit, piss, motherfucker, blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, rat chip, bad shit, dirty old twat. Um, yeah. We'll Todd. Todd. It's time or not. Hooray, lizard shit. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, bread. I, I would probably say bread. Oh, that hits home. Next. No offense. Next. Oh. Uh, Astrid? <laughs> or any uh, any uh, any name of a fruit? <laughs> All right, how about the guy on the phone? The guy in the perfectly matched suit where the socks match the sweater. And George is like, he knows George is there. And he's just like, and he won't acknowledge him. You ever, you know. <laughs> he turns his back to him. Yeah, yeah. He's he like, oh, oh here we go. <laughs> <He's Okay>. like... <laughs> Do you have how much of a dick the Maker D was? Is is that in your observations list? Oh, no, the host. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, George walks over to Jerry and he goes, "Hey, you got my back." It's like, like, do I got your back, <laughs> or something like that? And he's like, "Yeah, if something goes down here, can I count on you? Can you count on me for what?" <laughs> yeah, George, I'm really looking to get into a rumble because the guy. <laughs> I still- <laughs> yes. The word rumble. <laughs> like his West Side Story right? or some shit. Like the word rumble. Like the Jets and the Sharks are going to be, you know? Right? We're going to throw it out over a, over a phone call. <laughs> the first sign that the host, and looks like to be the owner of the restaurant, is is annoyed with their party. Now, let's let's jump back to the beginning of this episode. So the guy who's running the host, that I believe is the owner, looks at Elaine and asks how many. And she looks back at George and Jerry, and she's like, how many? And George has to tell this story to Jerry about how there could be a fourth person and makes him wait for an inordinate amount of time to get the simple question answered of how many motherfucking people are we sitting at the goddamn table? And I think that's why this happened. So if you go back and watch that episode, just check. It's one of the it's like the first fucking scene. But anyway, anyway, a group walks in the doorway from the outside. Bumps into, politely bumps into Jerry, Elaine, and George, or I think Jerry and Elaine. George is by the phone, waiting for the guy. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, no worries. No problem. They had walked in from the outside, walked right up. Four people seated right away. Now we know it's on. Yeah. 
they were not five, ten minutes. I think he always said five, ten minutes every time. He Seinfeld, did, five, yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, it'd be about five They minutes. checked out their reservation. So right. now they went Wasn't back. The cart rates? Were they the cart rates? No, no, was we're going to get to that, too. Ah, I thought that was the same group. To, you guys are pissing all over my parade today. That's what That's I do. Fine. Next time, just next time, just watch the fucking show. <laughs> Maybe this is more entertaining. It might um, be. So they walk up, and, they, you know, <laughs> we were here before, blah, blah, blah. What they were here before. Uh, so Elaine, Elaine is starving. And Jerry talks about how he offered a cookie at the house before they left, and she's like, yeah, a healthy cookie. No one wants to eat that. It's no black you know, and no white cookie. Nobody's still wants Not yet. Um. Elaine is ready, so hungry. She says, "I would, I would, I would take the the uh, I don't know what it was, egg the roll. wonton or the want, egg roll." The egg roll. That guy's gonna eat it. And Jerry goes, "Well, there's, let me tell you, there's fifty bucks in it for you if you would." <laughs> and George quickly cheaps out about uh, you know adding to the fund, and then you know George talks big too. He goes, and she says, "George, would you do it for fifty bucks?" And he goes, "I'd." I'd blow bubbles in that guy's soup for 50 bucks. Well, <laughs> clearly, clearly there was no offer made to George. There was no offer made to George because well aware that George wouldn't blow bubbles in that guy's fucking soup for a million dollars because George is a coward. Goddamn right. Elaine walked in up to this table of old people. One of them voiced by Larry David, by the way, if you listen in closely. But she, with a big smile and her just her teeth showing and clenched, tries to talk under her breath through her mouth, through her teeth, and say, <laughs> "Hey, those guys over there, we give me fifty bucks to take a piece of food off of your table and eat it up. I'll, I'll give one of you twenty-five if you'll let me do it." And in, in, what starts is a confusion, a cacophony of old people asking, "What did she say? Yeah. What did she say?" She's just standing there staring, <laughs> smiling. They have no idea what's going on. <laughs> she can't so do Elaine it. Runs, Elaine, embarrassed, runs back out of the room and spills the beans to George and Jerry right away. And they all laugh about what she did. <laughs> no one feels it as a really, Jerry keeps his 50 bucks. All right. So George looks over and he's like, I think the phone is available. And he walks over and some lady steals the phone. And George is like, I was here first. And the lady goes, well, if you were here first. You'd have the phone, wouldn't you? <laughs> Touche, right? Touche. Yeah, obviously you weren't waiting. It wasn't that important. You didn't hang around by the phone. <laughs> so they right? sends George off into a tizzy oh. in the restaurant. And when I'm listening to this in this episode, the first thing comes to mind, it goes, that sounds like a younger, angrier me in public because I have no problem with making everybody feel uncomfortable around me out in public when I have been besmirched. I believe the line is, we live in a society. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's talking about the societal rules and how no one has manners anymore. And while he's doing it, who comes up but none other than the earlier occupant of the phone, the guy, looks at him and says, hey, man, I'm really sorry that took so long. And he goes, oh, no, that's okay. Much like in the baby shower where he went to give her the business and turns around and takes her shit out to the car, he folds right here as Clearly well. Clearly so. wasn't ready to rumble. <laughs> Just bet the pot and he'll fold eventually. Trust me. <laughs> All right, next. Next walks in one particular gentleman by himself, and and it's Mr. Car uh, no, it's not Mr. Cartwright, it's Mr. Cohen, and 
the gentleman who owns the establishment and is the hostess says, hello, Mr. Cartwright. We haven't seen you in weeks. How have you been? And he says, oh, I've been around. It's great to be back. Well, it's great to see you. He goes, I'd love to eat. And and uh, what did he say? Something about, uh, you know, can you bring my food right here? And, and the host goes, no, let me get you a table. Eat right here, table. <laughs> you got your usual table. <laughs> So this also comes under dispute from Jerry and Elaine, George. I don't know what he's doing, and you know, uh, you Jerry know, Mr. Cartwright. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was here. I haven't seen it for. His respondent was, "Oh no, he comes here all the time." Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's here all the time. I haven't seen him for. He's that sit in the corner with the yellow striped shirt that Jerry can't remember the name of, right? Oh, that lady. He's sitting. Oh, she finally lady. gets up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And walks out and says hello to Jerry. Jerry can't remember her name, where he knows her from. Luckily, Elaine's next to him like a good girlfriend would. They're not together, but like, you know, you're out, and sometimes your girlfriend has to introduce herself because you can't remember the fucking name of the person you met, and that's how you get the name. So he gets the name. Oh, Lorraine. This is Elaine. Lorraine Catalano. Jerry, why haven't you stopped by more? Why it's been a long time since we've seen you. That was were precursors to the figuring out who it was. She leaves. Lane goes, what was that? Jerry goes, I'm in trouble. That's the lady that works at my uncle's office who I canceled on dinner tonight to go to plan. Bus nine. He's screwed. Circle our way back every right there. Time, every time he tries to fuck over Uncle Leo, it ends up biting him in the ass. You would think at one point in time, you would say, he would say to himself, Perhaps I should just be a decent human being to Uncle Leo, but no, <laughs> not, not at all. Uncle Leo proves his worth with this, uh, you know, petty theft at the episode. <laughs> speaking of speaking of petty things, they decide they're gonna bribe Elaine's idea. Let's bribe the guy, right? Let's give him twenty bucks. George is like, that's a lot. Well, how much do you want to give him? Change, you know? So George <laughs> is like, right, twenty dollars. Split it three ways. He looks at Jer- Elaine, he goes seven. He looks at Jerry, he goes seven. And then he looks at himself and he goes six. Because, <laughs> of, of course he does. Of course. Nonetheless, Jerry bamboozles Elaine into going up to bribe the guy because when she says she doesn't want to do it, he goes, boy, the women's movement's come a long way except for in the field of bribery, <laughs> which he walks away bribe the guy. Does a horrible job. The bribe gets unseen as the reservation book page gets turned. She finally hands it to the guy and then steps away and says, I'd really like a table to which he seats another group of four that just walked in and <laughs> were clearly not there before them. Jerry goes in back and tries to ask for the money to <laughs> no avail. We're getting to the point where now just they're gonna they gotta go. They gotta they can't make the movie. Uh, unless they go to Sky Burger, which no one wants to go to, eat popcorn or hot dogs at the movie theater. Uh, I'd rather lick the floor, uh, Elaine says, than eat hot dogs at the movie theater. I love a hot dog at the movie theater, man. They all go, just skip it. George is like, I can't go. Well, meantime, what happens is George had got a hold of Tatiana to leave a message to call them at the Chinese restaurant, to which Cartwright was called. There's a phone call for Cartwright, to which no one responds. George eventually goes up a scene later to ask if there was a phone call for Costanza. And he says, yes, the person calls. I come out here. I say phone call for Cartwright. No one answered. Phone. George goes, Could it possibly be a Costanza? The guy goes, 
Yes, that was it. Costanza. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm so discouraged that I don't even want to go see the movie anymore. I'm going to go try and find and talk to Tatiana. Lane says, yeah, I'm done too. I'm going to Skyburger. Jerry goes, well, what am I going to do now? I cancel out my Uncle Leo. He knows I'm not coming over. I might as well just go over there now and not go see Plan 9. And at the end. And it ends with? Seinfeld, party of four. <laughs> I apologize because I do a lot of accents and like talk like a lot of people and I would have been doing it strictly under the premise of just listening to the way this gentleman talked and I don't remember his name but he's a very rememberable prominent um, Asian actor that I've seen in many things he's done a lot of roles I'm not sure of his name I'm sure you guys are efforting right now but I so wanted to talk. I don't want to talk. Don't want to talk in his accent, but I don't feel that's proper. So hopefully, folks, if you're ever listening to me and I go into something like that, it's purely out of like respect for the role they played in comedy, and I like doing impressions. And you know, to Mike Tyson, he can just deal with it. I'm still going to do that. Regardless. I hope you don't get don't is, get on the flight with Mike Tyson. I'll punch him in the face. Like, don't get me on the flight. Don't get on my flight. I'm going to punch you. So 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 so, so, so if I was Asian. You, you would have no. did old boy's accent. <laughs> if, Chris can, if Chris is black and he can do Bruce, then I and I'm white, I can do Mike. That's the oh, end of it. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> it's, no, it's, but for real, like I think that guy. Remember the racial draft from Chappelle? Yes, yes. <laughs> this is a racial impression draft. Chris is like, <laughs> like right. we'd like to uh, Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, well, then we'd like to take Mike okay. Tyson. Let's go. All right. Okay. I'll trade you Mike Tyson for Bruce Springsteen and, and Rocky Balboa. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, you got to throw in Steve Urkel. Did no. I do that? Nobody wants, nobody wants no, Urkel. You, you should throw that one in the trash. But no, I think the, the, no. the host or the Mater D or whatever you want to call him, I, I, I swear dude was in Big Trouble in Little China, which that's a classic yeah. 80s movie. James and the Steve. Golden Child. He was in the James Golden Hong. Child as well, I believe. James oh, Hong, cool. ladies and gentlemen. James Hong. Well, I DBM the Melon Farmer, man. Tell me if I'm right or he not, is. please. I'm right here, He's man. Just... He was in uh, Hawaii Five O, Bonanza, Perry Mason, The Man from Uncle, I Spy. He was in Blade Runner. He was, uh, oh, he was the dad in Wayne's World 2. Sure was. There you go. There you go. Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. yeah. And the Golden Child, right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. There you go. Because those you know, two the, movies basically had the same cast. You just swap out Eddie Murphy for Kurt Russell, and that's how that went. Ping, he was Ping. He voiced Ping in Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Listen, it's great to run down these episodes because some of the greatest like character actors of all time run through Seinfeld, the people you just don't think of off the top of your head, right? I mean, There's we've just got... I mean, it's going to get crazier as we go. The amount of people that... You know from other things, if you've never watched Seinfeld, it's going to go nuts in the next, you know, 200 episodes that we do here on the DWI podcast. They're real and they're spectacular. Well, I mean, we're a long ways away from that, but that's going to be great. <laughs> Gentlemen, last thing I want to talk about is how great is this as an episode conceptually? Like, to come up with this concept and execute it the way they did. Like, think about think about our experience and how we kind of know what it's like to have to be like, all right, we need to, we can't just come in here without an idea unless it's this show because it has a groundwork idea. But, like, 
making a commercial, doing a different show. We know that there's production and then there has to be intuitive ideas that go together and assimilate to each other and have synergy. So how much more can you appreciate this episode with the experiences that we've had in the last five, six, seven years? I mean, that's a lot to put out 22 and a half minutes of situational comedy within one set, one place, three people. Like there's no Kramer here. And the, yeah, that's a lot on the on the three leads to carry it. That's not an easy thing to do. We know that because we do this week in and week out, like you alluded to. Plus, how relatable of an episode is this? We've all been in that situation yeah. where we've been hungry as hell, and it seems like it's taking forever for our names to get called, and you sit there, well, should we try to go to another spot? Well, if we go to another spot, I'm we're just going to be waiting there. again. Yeah. We are eating while we're waiting there. Exactly. So that that was the thing that was the brilliance to me about this man. And then you introduce the different characters and the different character dynamics within the framework of Seinfeld, like these three assholes, and watching them interact with other people and and hilarity ensues ensues rather. But I mean that's really the essence and the genius of this show. Right. It's it's all. I mean, there's there's character development, but like they don't. They're not no, really. It's the smoothness. Yeah, it's, really. it's the it, the development to their characters is their sit. So it's funny, okay? Because like they always say, character development is key to telling a story. But this is why this is show is so unique is because their characters don't necessarily develop personality wise, but they do in their life. They they become they get put in different situations, whether it's where they live who they're related to and hanging out with or how much money they make and things of that nature, their job, that's the development, but it's different, right? But they're always the same kind of people. They're just, it's a layered kind of development. It's not a growth of development. Well, it, it accents, it, it does accent all their character, their character. Every, you think about that. Look at, look at, or status. look at George, doing his like exactly what she said you know he he goes he wants to be the angry guy he's gonna get into a rumble he's gonna get into a fight and then nope 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 backs away because that's him and and then the the stickler with the money where he's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna bribe the mater d but i'm gonna be the one giving him less money um it's just his all of it to all of it was in this episode and they did it so well with being in and doing it in one spot and then jerry's the guy that's just making jokes and making fun of everybody that's doing their thing because he knows the exact person they are, and he's doing the joke like it ain't gonna happen. And I'm gonna bet you fifty bucks you're gonna go over there and eat it because I know you're not gonna do it. Because Elaine's the one that's like, I really want to be outgoing, but she's not. But and she's same thing, reserved, not really gonna do it. Um, so it's just it's all of that sucked into one episode in one lo. And I don't know how you, how you do that with one location, but you have really three different characters doing their thing, right? But it all is, it, they're all intertwined in this just beautiful way of all just really wanting to get some food and eat and they can't do it, you know? It, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I loved the way they did this because it's just, that is so unique and very hard to do with however many characters you got just to be in one location and do one intertwined story is just it's amazing and honestly dan if you for my druthers this is the quintessential 
Seinfeld episode. Like if aliens landed and they found out about this huge show that came on called Seinfeld, this is the episode that you would show them, in my opinion, that encapsulates yeah. the entire show. You you get to the, see every all the main characters' personalities, their quirks, their flaws, who they are as people. It it, it it's just a perfect encapsulation of the entire series. This episode, in in my true. humble opinion, true. And it, it's in my opinion, I I like what you said, and for the main reason of if you gave a one sentence description about Seinfeld as um a show as a situational comedy that ran for however long it did. They always say it's a show about nothing. This was literally an episode about nothing. <laughs> and nothing really got was. accomplished. There, there was it, no crescendo. There was they no went story, out to eat. There, no story <laughs> art. Yeah. So, but it was so entertaining. I could sit here and read you a uh, half a page of notes I had, and you guys just continually popped after I reminded you of every part of the episode. Right. And I did along with you. Brilliant. You know what I'm saying? That's why this is excellent to cover. It's brilliance. Okay, All right, Rick Bell. Any last thoughts? Wrestling, sports, life-wise. We will have Chair Shot Bets. Brand new show for Chair Shot Radio Network. Yours truly will be... I'll be hosting. Chris Platt will be at the very least a very and dp as well will both be uh very strongly relied upon correspondence they're definitely not uh i don't believe going to be weekly members but we hopefully get them on uh maybe a couple times a month or so but we'll definitely be getting picks from them so we'll be counting that down too as well just a different look at sports you're going to see a lot of rotating personalities um and we'll, we'll see what happens there so uh, you know uh from your NHL favorites to your NFL favorites to your Major League Baseball favorites to golf to tennis and maybe some things you didn't even think you could bet on. Obviously, WWE, MMA going in there with boxing as well. So grand thing of things, uh, maybe if there's like a hot dog eating contest, we'll bet on that as well. But for now, last thoughts from each of you gentlemen, and let's get out of here. You know, uh, enjoy your holidays, ladies and gentlemen. Seriously, uh, you know, I'm not – we're – not going to get too in the woods about everything that's going on in the world right now, but just enjoy your holidays. Go hug your kids. Enjoy your time with your family and your friends and your loved ones because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. So just in, just be out, be human, and enjoy each other and appreciate and share this human experience that we're having on this rock in the middle of nowhere. Just do that. Do that. That's all I ask. And, and maybe eat a hot dog for me because I don't eat pork anymore. Always oh, been on Joey Chestnut. <laughs> that's the rule. Because <clears throat> Kobayashi well, won't, won't well, the... uh, adhere to the rules. <laughs> wow. How American of you, sir. Look out for that, <laughs> look out for that special DWI July 4th episode for the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. DP? Uh, <clears throat> shout out to um, Seinfeld Russell posting on Facebook. Um for uh, those fans like we are, uh, where we podcast about wrestling and we are reviewing Seinfeld, uh, shout out to them. I found them on Facebook and gave them a link to our posting, to our uh, podcast and everything. So hopefully, uh, you know, good things to come there. And a and, uh, really cool site where they just kind of do a little merging of wrestling and Seinfeld. Uh, pretty neat. Uh, one, if you get to go check that out, if you're on Facebook, go check out Seinfeld Wrestle Posting. Right. Love it. 
I, I already right, went first on you. <laughs> well, did you? Do we? Do you guys? Wait, oh, now yeah. we gotta tell everybody where. Oh, oh, find, find me find on me? Twitter at the Real C Plat. Yeah, find me on Twitter at the Real C Plat, and go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up a shirt. Promo code Memorial Day, and um, check out everything we got going on with the chair shot, man. It's a lot of cool shit going on, and yeah, check it out. Enjoy your Memorial Day, folks. Seriously, and have fun. Just relax. Have fun, man. Unplug from the bullshit that's going on in the world and have some fun. Have a drink. Have a smoke. Have a snort. Whatever you do to unwind. Get some pussy. Get some dick. Get some ass. Whatever you want to do to unwind. Just enjoy yourselves this weekend. Consensually. I don't know about that, dude. Oh, yes. Definitely consensually, DP. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Find me all over the worldwide social media interwebs. And it's me, DPP. Find this show on Twitter at PodcastDWI and Facebook.com slash DWI Podcast. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Those are the things we cover all over ChairShot Radio Network. And you can find that by searching ChairShot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. <sighs> I'm PC Tony. Memorial Day weekend. Um, I, I think we would like to uh, give a big shout out and remembrance to all of our veterans who have served and everyone that is serving. Uh, we remember you. We love you. We thank you for your service. We thank you for the place you provide us to live and raise kids and 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 go to work and things of that nature. Just remember, folks, things aren't always great, but they could be worse. Um, our sincere thoughts prayers condolences um and just we're thinking of you uh for all the families in texas uh deeply saddened a change must come for christopher platt for dpp for pc tunny this is the 326th edition of the dwi podcast we will see you next week thank you very much for listening why don't y'all keep flipping me off when i was talking what the hell was that shit about I don't know. Even when you can't see me, I'm flipping you off. Here we Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.